Welcome, Divine Ones, to the Divinely Angel Podcast, where we cover all things self-care. Here in our haven, we effectively provide resources and advice to live a divine life that encourages wellness in our body, mind, and spirit. Do you find yourself being self-conscious about your looks? Maybe you want to prove your worth to other people around you. Or you struggle with comparing yourself to others, even without realizing it. I know the feeling. I victimized myself into the same mentality of self-doubt. But just imagine having enough confidence to walk into any room and talk to anyone and even take rejection as a redirection with the attitude and thought process of, there's more out there for me. Well, we're going to talk and focus on a few rules I use to change my mindset on what confidence was and looks like and how you can better yourself and hopefully relieve yourself from the shackles of comparison as well. Young women often ask me, Angel, how do you deal with self-consciousness and um, how do you deal with people critiquing you in the modeling world and even in everyday life? They want to know. How do you walk in a room and not feel intimidated? Women's self-image has shattered immensely due to social media and the comparison issues that come with it. Wondering, what do other people think about me? And let's face it, we live in a world now where women are risking their lives every day, going under the knife and being poked and pricked and all these things to be accepted. Not having confidence can lead to some extremely scary outcomes. And no judgment to those women, because it's human nature to want to be accepted. And especially when the reflection staring back at you in the mirror doesn't look like the filters on Instagram. I can't blame you. But let's take the power into our own hands and fix the issues we can from inside out. You may want to stay and listen until the end because the last tip is the most crucial and not often spoken about. Also, don't forget to leave a review. Share this episode with someone you love and you feel will benefit from these rules. So let's get into it. The seven rules I use to become a more confident woman. Rule number one, a confident woman creates routines and follows them. Having confidence requires a level of belief and trust in ourselves. And if you find that you can't trust yourself, it may actually be rooted from an instance that you failed yourself in the past, knowing you could have done better and you didn't. It's literally a breach in confidence, self-confidence. We have to ultimately develop within ourselves a comfort zone. And how do we do that? by giving ourselves some rules and some goals and laws. I know that sounds so demanding, ladies, but please hear me out. When you think about the laws that in the that are in place where you live, right? When people don't follow them, someone gets hurt. These laws bring comfort to you and those around you so everyone can live in peace. They also let you know when something isn't right. So develop a routine. We see them trending on TikTok all the time. Skincare routines, workout routines, makeup routines, like routine, routine, routines, okay? Routines are much like rules and laws. 
They create order and customs. I remember when I was building my self-confidence, my routine was getting up every day and speaking life and wellness over myself um, as I got ready in the mirror. I put effort into the clothes I wore and enhanced my natural features with light makeup and it felt good. I could feel the glow within myself and when I did, I saw it too. In fact, I would even notice if I wasn't in alignment with my routine and I would quickly re- like correct myself and put myself back into that routine. So try building a care routine and sticking to it. It'll create accountability within you and discipline and you won't find following the other rules I'm gonna share with you after this very difficult to follow. But most importantly, you'll start to trust yourself. Rule number two, they rarely seek validation from others. Confident women know that their value actually doesn't need to come from outside sources. There are times where I take heed to counsel on good things um, that, you know, my people in my life, you know, would tweak me for, or, you know, say I can do better at. Uh, but in those instances, I still cite my sources. So I'll ask myself questions like, do I value the person that's critiquing me? Do they have my best interests at heart? And even if they have my best interests at heart, are they exemplifying the person that I want to become? And when I factor in these questions, I can determine whether or not I need to you know, trust my own gut and stick to what I'm trying to change into and what's best for me or take heed to the counsel they're giving. Getting compliments from your friends and your significant other and child, let's be real, even strangers feels amazing, right? But it should be a bonus. It's better to know you look good and feel good and see beauty in yourself. That makes a world of a difference. Take the power away from the people and bring, you know, it belongs to you anyway. Bring it back to you. If you always rely on the approval of other people's, you'll feel terrible and insecure when you don't get that validation. So I'm not saying, because I know some ladies would be like, you know, so my man shouldn't compliment me. No, girl, let him compliment you. Because if he's not, that's a little weird. Okay, but don't depend on it. You got to live your life with you the longest. So be enough for you. And for my believers out there that, you know, believe in the most high, we all know that the approval that we should be seeking is solely from our creator, right? Like if you're seeking approval and depending on approval from men, you need to check yourself, question yourself, especially when it comes to, you know, um, what you believe in. But we'll get into that later. Okay. Believe it or not, um, I myself, after a horrible breakup, ladies, some of you might feel me on this one. I had no sense of self-confidence whatsoever. Like I was starting from ground zero. Before that, I was a model and working with brands and allowing people to think what they want about me and say what they want about me without having a chip on my shoulder. I didn't care. But after that breakup, girl, I was looking a hot mess. I was in a rut. And while I was in that rut, I met a guy um, who... 
asked me out um, on the job and he took me out for a couple of dates and I was so excited. Like, you know, I've been on, I hadn't been on a date in chill years, okay? So, <laughs> you know, but we went out to dinner one day after I left work and he said to me, he was like, you're such a beautiful girl why don't you express yourself like it? Why don't you dress like it? You know, he mentioned the colors that I would wear, you know, the clothes I would wear. Honey, I was embarrassed, okay? I was embarrassed. And the fact that this is a guy that I had been dating, um, you know, it definitely hurt. It hit um, in a way. And even if he did like me, um, the fact that he felt somehow about how I was carrying myself that spoke to me that's the impression that I had made not just on him but myself and I reflect on myself and I remember I was even pessimistic majority of the time a complete Debbie Downer um, I don't know how I dealt with myself and I don't know how he dealt with me either uh, I can't figure that out to this day but <laughs> I guess he really liked me <laughs> but fortunately um my embarrassment was compensated for and he took me out shopping for a few outfits on him and I'm telling you this story because um, not because I sought validation from him but because that isn't what I wanted to represent for myself I don't know how I got up and looked in the mirror every day okay I, I, I can't that it's just scary for me to even think about just imagine this I have been wearing worn out shoes, okay? Dingy, oversized clothes. And I'm a skinny girl, okay? Oversized clothes don't flatter me at all. And, you know, the clothes, some of them I had holes in them. I didn't care about myself enough to invest in making me feel better about myself. And that is a scary sight for me um, to even imagine right now, okay? <laughs> I came a long way, but I can't believe I let myself get like that out of line. But anyways... I want you to imagine um, after he took me shopping and um, I was in the dressing room and um, uh, I was looking in the mirror and I just remember feeling so good about myself. And I, to be honest, I can't, when I stepped out to him, I can't even remember the praises that he was singing me. I mean, I know he was singing me praises, but I don't, I don't remember that. I just remember how I felt. Cause do you think I was focusing on what he was um, saying to me anyway? No, I felt sexy for the first time in a long time. And that was what meant the most to me. I looked good and I knew it. I don't remember any of the things that he was saying, but I say this to say that you should make sure that your happiness and your self-confidence comes from you anyway. A quote by Mandy Hale, author of The Single Woman, Life, Love, and a Dash of Sass, once said, confidence is the ability to feel beautiful without needing someone to tell you. Me and that gentleman no longer date, but I chose to keep on investing in me because I wanted to. And I wasn't going to allow anyone to take that from me after that breakup. No one's going to make me go that low, Okay. And people aren't always born with confidence in them. It's practiced and developed over time. Rule number three, affirm yourself always. 
the previous rule segues perfectly into this one. I highly suggest women speaking positively and kindly to themselves at all times. Louise Hay, a public speaker and author, she has amazing affirmations. Y'all can check her out on YouTube. I listen to them every now and then. But she wrote in her book, Experience Your Good Now, how the cells in your body can absorb information and especially what you think. So watch your inner dialogue. When you start on your confidence journey, trust me, you'll start to notice the intrusive thoughts that you have. And those insecure thoughts are going to be loud and clear, okay? Like picture this. You've seen people that, um, you know, you are fond of around town or in a class or um, at work or something like that. And they notice you and they... Um, they're like, oh, you're, you're a great person. Like you're a complete gym. Like let's hang out. Right. And in that moment, you're thinking all of a sudden, am I really good enough for them? Do I really belong here? Please tell that little voice to shut up, dismiss it right away. Unless that's your intuition saying like, Hey, let's leave. I don't feel comfortable here. I don't feel safe here, which I hope you know the difference. Um, But if you don't, I'll gladly explain it in another episode. But realize that those intrusive thoughts may not even be your own. Second Corinthians chapter 10 verse five says, we pull down every proud obstacle that is raised against the knowledge of God. We take every thought captive and make it obey Christ. So diminish that voice that contradicts what goodness Yah says you are, that God says he made you. Train your mind to affirm things like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good enough to fit anywhere. I'm good enough to, to believe that you belong everywhere and nowhere at the same time, Dr. Maya Angelou. <laughs> um, but also you can think to yourself, I'm always attracting great new friends that love to be around me and accept me even with the flaws that I have. Furthermore, always assume people are thinking the absolute best about you anyway. Take it from me, a petite black girl who was always told that um, what men in my community wanted was the complete opposite of my shape and size. These things, even if true, don't hold a space in my reality even if they hold a space in somebody else's reality, I don't allow that. And my reality has always reflected what I thought and, you know, the narrative that I said to myself in my head. So don't let those words and that people tell you stop you. Those things never stopped me from receiving the love and the choice that I wanted to choose for me um, within in my community (laughs) and they never will affirm yourself always babe back yourself even if no one else will and this can apply to all my divine ones out there think positively about yourself and mean every word you say i want you to when you say when you're saying these affirmations and having these thoughts imagine them falling on you like raindrops on your skin Feel it as you're saying it. And for my chocolate girlies out there, we all know what it's like to be the only melanated beauty in the room, right? It can be nerve wracking and kind of a a culture shock, right? 
the moment that we start to think, you know, am I good enough to be in here? Am I, am I, should I, should I? stop? Okay. No, 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 no. The next time you're in a position like that, which surely it'll come because confident women are always open to new experiences. We'll talk about this later. Think about yourself like when you're walking into a room, think and say to yourself, I am someone worth watching. And girl, give them a show, okay? Naomi Campbell walk it for goodness sakes. (laughs) Say to yourself, I am favored wherever I go. What opportunities await me today? And your energy will shift. Rule number four, develop yourself and try new things. A confident woman puts herself in positions to learn and excel. And like I mentioned in the previous one, she always opens herself up to new experiences. She'll work on her weaknesses even, you know, um, like if she desires, she'll work on them. I'm actually exemplifying this rule to you guys today, actually. This is my first time doing a podcast and this is my first episode. And though I'm nervous and I may make mistakes, I'm excited to share my experience and my um, advice with you guys and just step out of my comfort zone. I try to surprise myself every day and adulthood has been a journey and I'm learning to be vulnerable to share a little bit of that with you guys. I know this message will reach the ears that it needs to, um, but I want you guys to aspire to look back on your life and say, I did what I could and I had a blast doing it. And if you try something and learn that you're not particularly good at it, well, now you know, but try something new today. Take a course, play a new sport, learn a new language, go somewhere you've never been. Your development starts with learning and then experiencing. One of my favorite authors and public speakers, Dr. Miles Monroe, he once said, you want to die empty. And I believe that for us, divine ones. Die giving life all that you had in you that is ordained by God. That's success and that's praiseworthy. Rule number five, they accept their imperfections. One thing that I think is particularly um, like interesting when it comes to imperfections um, is they really like no one really decides Actually, no. Why do we even call them imperfections? Why don't we just call them ourselves? Okay. Like that, this is just a part of me. Okay. And, um, I know most women try to stay away from imperfection and conform to whatever is getting praised and relying on beauty standards, but let's be real. Some of our different demographics can't fit into those beauty standards anyway. And I've been there, but ask yourself this question. Is this an imperfection or is this my divine genetic makeup? Beauty standards are often someone else's standard anyway, not your own. So why would you want to wear theirs? Create your own standard and wear it proudly. And I guarantee you, you'll be a force to reckon with. Another important thing to note is you might still feel insecure um, by accepting these things, right? But other people may and may actually admire them and adore them and love them about you. Your texture of your hair, your lip shape, your skin color, or whatever it is, wear what God gave you boldly. 
wear what makes you you. This doesn't, you know, um, this actually goes perfectly into rule number three as well, affirming yourself always. Um, so I would conjoin these together if you can, but they go hand in hand. And um, I also think we forget too that confidence hardly has anything to do with looks anyway. So don't beat yourself up about it. Confident women are, to put it plainly, self-satisfied. They are satisfied with who they are and how they look. Rule number six, compare yourself to no one. Okay, we all know that one person that always wants to compete with someone else or even compete with you. And not in a game night playing charades competitive way, but I mean in everything you do. Like absolutely anything they do, they copy what you do. Like, can I have something for myself, please? Okay, you don't want to be that girl. Confident women acknowledge and are always aware of the differences another woman brings to the community and she appreciates her for it. She gives compliments genuinely and knows that neither can live without the other. And there's plenty of room for everyone to be valued. So get rid of that scarcity mindset that, you know, you know, no one's going to love me or appreciate me anyone anymore. Um, and, you know, she might take the shine. Girl, leave that out. Throw that out the door, out the door, throw it out the window. She's always confident in the abilities she's she harnesses that is immeasurable to anyone and is happy to be there when it calls for her to be. She avoids trying to do everything another young lady does and more. And um, if she does decide to take on that thing and make it an array of her talents, she does so out of fun and not competition. My parents would say to my sisters and I all the time, no one has the same thumbprint as you. That is your own unique individual makeup. So I can't try to outdo someone else's thumbprint. What does that do for me? It's fathomless to define who has a better thumbprint. It's simply how we identify our differences. Who are you trying to prove yourself to? Ask yourself that question if you struggle with this. And if you do, um, I would definitely go the extra mile and um, do some inner work and try to figure out where that comes from because it's definitely rooted in some type of insecurity. So if you're if you're a woman that struggles with comparison um, as well, do your best to make these rules a habit and a routine in your life and um, take it a step further and take a break from social media if you have to take a break from friends and family and focus on yourself until you you're strong in your individual belief system keep in mind also that confidence is not arrogant it is not narcissistic or is it in excess it's shown in humility and modest and esteem for yourself and others. Okay, so nobody is better than anybody. Rule number seven, she prides herself in what she believes in spiritually. And this is highly, highly, highly important, guys, um, and isn't spoken about enough. Um, and I felt to bring this out because we want to focus on being a well-rounded -round divine one, okay? We want to be a, a well-rounded woman. So tend to your spiritual needs or whatever you believe in and include it in your routine. 
don't be afraid to stand alone in what you believe in either. We're in a society now where people believe all sorts of different things. Um, Make sure that what you believe in, you stand firm in it and don't sway. You're in charge of your own soul salvation and um, you have to live set apart anyway. And that takes confidence. I know for me as a Torah keeper myself, um, that everything that the Most High has instructed me to do, I can't allow someone to punk me out of. This is something that I should create discipline and make a daily practice um, and not just observe, but apply to my life. It also makes it easier for me to maintain my confidence because even that requires a routine. Gaining confidence isn't a one and done process. It takes discipline just like your spiritual practices do. Meditating and praying and praise. Like I I have to take out the time to thank Yah for giving me this body and this life and this soul and mind of mine, okay? And you should too. Confidence should always be in the most high. Sometimes you're going to fill yourself so you need him. Money will fill you too. People will fill you too. Circumstances will as well. Like I said in um, the first rule where I can notice when I'm out of alignment, when I don't keep up my practices spiritually, when I don't follow Torah, that's how I'm able to identify if I'm in sin or not by, you know, noticing and knowing the word. So, um, but I also want to say believing in money and things like that, you know, it doesn't mean that we don't put our trust in these things. These are tools. Okay. That's all they are. They're tools. However, it shouldn't outweigh your belief that you have in him in all your ways. Acknowledge him, ask for wisdom, understanding, and his spirit, and he'll give it to you. Philippians chapter four, verse six says, by prayer, petition, and thanksgiving, present your request to him. So you don't have to beg. You, you say what you say to him and you ask the father, father, bring, you know, thank you for, for doing this for me with expectancy, knowing that he's going to fulfill it. And that takes confidence as well. Okay. But a different kind. But anyways, Psalms 139 verse 14 says, And remember, be thankful. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. His workmanship is marvelous. You are marvelous. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. There's nothing that you have to change about you. This is why I say, y'all, that your confidence should be in him. And the reason for this podcast, I want to bring this scripture out. This is um, the reason for this, okay? This is... Uh, 2 Peter chapter 1 verses 3 through 8 and it reads his divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness through these he has given us his great and precious promises so that through them you may participate in the divine nature that's what we're striving for divine nature having escaped corruption in the world caused by evil desires make every effort to add to you faith to you faith goodness and knowledge and self-control and perseverance and godliness mutual affection and love 
For if you possess these qualities in great increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective, unproductive in your knowledge of Yahusha HaMashiach. Y'all, those verses are affirmations in themselves, but if you need some more, you can also write these down and say these over yourself too. My body is one of a kind and wonderfully made. I am choosing to believe in me. I am the best version of me right now. I am accepting of myself and my skills. I am becoming more and more confident each day. I am radiating confidence and positivity. Just breathe with me for a moment. Y'all, that is all I have for you today. Make sure that you journal these things and um, that you write these, these rules down and apply them to your life. But that's all I have for you, divine ones. I pray this blessed you and that you utilize these rules on your journey. Um, gaining confidence won't happen overnight. But if you have the mindset of a confident woman and apply these rules, it'll manifest in your actions and it'll reflect back on you by through everyone in your life. Make sure you leave a review, share this episode with someone you feel you like will benefit from this and that you love and continue to live a divine life that encourages wellness in our bodies, mind and souls. Thank you for tuning in to Divinely Angel. We shall see you next time. Ciao.